0: welcome to the m sisters podcast you're here today with your host anna and maria sareng bringing your favorite twin talk of the week and in this episode we wanted to talk about the middle of the year so we wanted to talk about this assessment of how we've been doing because it's already july and how our hearts and minds about our accomplishments and everything related to that and also We know that thankfully things are getting a bit better in some countries and people are finally going out a bit more. And we wanted to discuss how this social transition can be a bit hard for some people, especially introverts. So we want to give some tips about how to protect your energy when you're entering the social sphere again after one year and a half being isolated. So... Let's start out with the first topic, that is how has been our life so far and how people can also assess how the first half of the year has been. So first of all, I think it's quite unbelievable that it's already July. I mean, this year has passed so fast, maybe like one of the fastest years of my life. Um, I really didn't see many changes. Maybe that's why I feel it was so fast. Um, what about you? How, how did you feel about this first half of 2021? For me, it was really busy. And because it was so busy and so stressful, it passed really fast, but it was really isolated too. So it wasn't like stressful because I'm doing a lot of different things, you know, running around. It's more like because I'm in my final semester to graduate and it was really, a hard journey to get there I was really uncertain about if I was able to graduate or not and you've been a witness to all this drama and it was really heartbreaking at moments I felt really really stressed and really like fear anxiety everything came up and maybe it's because of the pressure to graduate the pressure to move on with my life but also isolation was really tough because I found that Whenever I faced anxiety or like difficult moments in my life in the past, I always had the support of my family or friends, like people around me. So at least, you know, you could have a meal together or you could have a hug or someone to tell you good night or something like this. But when you're alone facing your own problems, they become so much bigger because you don't have that support system around you. So the first half of the year was really hard for me personally. And Hopefully things will get better, but I still feel it's like stagnant somehow. What about you? Yeah, I think since last year and the beginning of this year until now, I think all of us have learned that our support systems are extremely important. And we truly understood what it is to feel alone, most of us, and what it is to meet people around us. Sometimes our family or friends or anyone we can count on because I think being with our own selves can be really like a continuous shadow work sometimes Mm -hmm. because you're always facing yourself with no distraction from yourself. So like you said, um, it's very, it's occurring more often during those this past few, this past year, feeling triggered feeling lots of anxiety or depression and fear about our current situation, about our future as well, or fear towards our loved ones. Um So I think many people can resonate with that. And of course, with your situation, adding the stress of finishing um, graduate school is also something that it's um, huge. <laughs> I also had some pressure because I'm also in the last semester, but quite different from you. Quite different from you, yeah. But I've been feeling that this year has been like a continuation from 2020. I really was hoping that maybe like changing the years, it would shift the energy and all. It did shift a bit, but I think still it has the same vibe of um introspection and Spending a lot of time on your own and a lot of um, time to reflect, to maybe understand aspects of yourself that you didn't know before. And I think many people, they're becoming a new version of themselves after clearing up their, you know, their priorities in their lives and kind of understanding where other people are coming from as well, you know being more compassionate or more understanding towards others as well. But I feel like twenty twenty one still has, you know, the repercussions of twenty twenty. But we have a lot a lot less fear, at least here in Asia, I would say. What about you? How how are you feeling this year? Yeah, a lot less fear because especially related to the virus, uh last year I was Kind of a bit paranoid I didn't want to go out and i was really afraid or you know like And i think we're less afraid of people as well because 2020 kind of traumatized us and we became afraid of our neighbors and everyone else and but going back to what you were saying about like shadow work and working on yourself during that period since 2020 because we've been mostly alone i think also when you're alone, you kind of remove people's energies from you. So like sometimes when you're so, like when people say that you were the amalgamation of all your friends or your group of friends or the people you hang out the most, or maybe your family members as well. Like they always say we're a mirror for our parents and all those things. Um, I think because of being forced to be alone this time, we are finally learning who we are. And maybe it's scary because we've been identifying ourselves with different things and with other, what other people expected from us. And maybe we're coming to the realization finally, like, okay, maybe that's what I want to do with my life, but not something else. And I think it demands a lot of like bravery to step out of this shell, so to speak, to be vulnerable, like literally like cancer season we're in. So like the hard shell, but super soft inside. I think that's how we feel sometimes. But also I think that because we're also alone, at least in my case, I felt like this inner work can sometimes has a limitation because you're alone. So it's like, there's so much work you can do and there's so many mirrors you can face by yourself. Because when you interact with others, that's when things come up and that's when you get triggered. And when we're alone, sometimes you can get comfortable because like, Ha, huh. like I faced all the stuff I had to face in this one year and some, you know. So I think when you go outside again and you start meeting people, those things can trigger you a lot. They, it's like, oh my gosh, my energy is drained or oh my gosh, I don't know how to deal with those people because they're throwing their problems at me or they're telling me things that is not good for my mental health in this moment, you know. So it's really tricky. That's why I think we also wanted to talk about like protecting your energy during this time. Yeah, I totally agree. Like, that's why most people would agree that when you are in relationships, that's when you grow the most. So like in my case, being alone and just seeing myself, you know, there's no one to fight with, <laughs> no disagreements, So there's no triggering situation. And it's easy, sometimes, it can be easy to be like this. Um, but yeah, and I think most a lot of people, like you said in the beginning, who are introverts or ambiverts, but mostly introverts, I'll say, they kind of get comfortable in the situation sometimes, you know. It's a lot of emotional stress is taken out of us. I mean, external emotional stress. We have our own emotional stress, like our inner emotional stress, but the outside emotional stress is just like lift off our, shoulder, our shoulders, and it's so good. <laughs> like social anxiety, for example. Yeah, no, but that's the point. Like, I think now that we're going back, we're kind of feeling this uh, social anxiety and trying to relearn how to interact with people and yeah. relearn how. How we behave among people as well and say, yeah, and also like how to keep your boundaries in a good place because when you're by yourself, you don't really need boundaries. Maybe online contact you might need, but in general, not as strong as when you're interacting face to face with someone and people start demanding things from you, you know, and it doesn't need to be explicitly said, you know, sometimes they like, it's energetically, the exchange, you know. So, let's give some tips to people about how to protect their energy. Yeah, sure. So, I think one easy one would be learning how to clear your energy, your fuel, you know. So, one thing that I like to use on myself, and also when I'm doing, like, tarot readings and all to clear the the tarot cards or even crystals is using sage. It's really nice. So sage is um a herb that you use dry. So you just burn. You can burn just like one leaf if you want. Some people have a, like a bundle, but, you know, depends on you. And you can just burn and let the smoke clear your, your energetic space yourself. And maybe you don't feel a lot in the beginning, but... I think with time, you kind of see the difference. And I mean, lots of people use that. So, you know, it's kind of known to be useful. I even found a spray of sage. And maybe if you cannot burn things in your house for some reason, maybe you can use a spray as well. I think just adding to that, uh, smudging is something that has been done like for ages in many cultures. So if you think about like traditional healing, if you go to indigenous populations of the Americas, they do smudging and it's like a ceremonial practice. But even if you go to church, they have they have like incense or you go to Buddhist place or this and that. Many religions they burn things and like they put their prayers and their intentions. So I think smudging or like clearing your energetic field, burning something. It's really like helping you to canalize that, uh, channelize the energy. So it's like you think about, it's not just like burning something and that's done. You know, you have to put your intention. It's like with this smoke, I ask someone, the divine or this smoke to remove the negative energies from my body, from my system, from my energy, cleans this space, this room, cleans me etc. So put your intention while you're doing that and then you'll feel the difference. And some people say like, well the smoke goes up, your prayers goes up to the universe as well. So I think it's a really beautiful thing to think about. And you can use different herbs that you have around you. It doesn't need to be necessarily sage. You know, like sage usually is from America the Americas they use sage. Like Palo Santo is also used in South America and Central America. But, you know, like palo is a bit complicated because it's being over extraction. So that's not something good. But some people burn mugwort or lavender or many other things. So find what works best for you and what grows around you is always the best option. Yeah. And like I said, everything is about intention. So you don't even need to buy anything. You can mm-hmm. even just take a shower and just imagine the water cleansing your body and your auric field and taking everything that is not good for you out of your system your energetic system as well you know or using salt while you take taking yes. it that's also good but talking about salt that, yeah. like on your face you know just like neck down don't pour mm-hmm. like salt water on your crown it's not good yeah so you can take like sea salt or something like this and there are some that come with other plants. So I have like sea salt with lavender. It's also really good and smells nice. And you can take a glass and pour the salt and then pour hot water in the cup and then let it dissolve. And when you're done with your shower, you can just pour it over your body, neck down and set the intention as well to cleanse yourself from that. And you can feel the difference. And I think it's a good option for people who have like asthma or some respiratory problems as well. They cannot burn things. <laughs> Don't do that if you have that. Also, some people they say ohms, you know, like mantras and those things. They can help as well, clean cleansing your energetic field. Mm-hmm. What I mean, the salt one is very popular in like popular in pop culture, right? If you see any movies about vampires, they put like salt around the the corners or in front of the door and i mean it kind of works i mean i don't i'm not saying a vampire will show up for you but like you it against can right huh you can salt against demons yeah i guess demons as well what's all vampires demons, no, or demons? demons. vampire is like garlic, garlic. yeah <laughs> that's true yeah for, forgive me <laughs> but if you yeah but you can do that. Some people they when they move into a new place they put salt in the corners of the house around the like the entrance door and the windows as well and you can set the intention like you can smudge your place like the doors and everything like where people can enter. you smudge everything and set the intention. No one with bad intentions can come in this place. No spirit with bad intentions can come in this place. no entity like nothing. Because there's not only people that are trying to enter our lives. So every time I move somewhere new, I do that. And I've even done that to my friend's house. So I'm like <laughs> the witch. Burning things and sending spirits away. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would also say a good thing, it does use crystals. It's mm-hmm. really good to protect your energy. If you have any dark crystals like dark, very dark crystals, like black tr- crystals, like black terminal. Uh You can carry like on a necklace or on your pockets and mm-hmm. it will protect you. It really yeah. does. It really does. Every time I go out, like, that I don't have to take public transportation and everything like that, I always have like this dark crystal with me. And ever since I start wearing it, I feel more safe. I don't know. Yeah, sometimes I would come back home and feel like so tired and kind of without focus or anything. But then I realized that after using crystals, I kind of can keep my energy more to myself. I don't feel so drawn anymore. So it's really helpful. An intention setting is important anyways. So I was even telling my sister, maybe yesterday, I'm not sure, about how before you leave your house, you can always set the intention as well, like, to be protected. And also to, you know, if you feel people stare at you, I mean, in our case with foreigners, that happens a bit more often. But if you're in a situation you don't want to attract attention to you, you can always, like, also set the intention, like, don't make me visible to those who don't have good intentions and all those things, you know. So you kind of become like this shield around you and you don't absorb people's energy and you don't let people don't, that don't have good intentions to notice you as well. I think that's important. Mm-hmm. You talked me about the braid. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know about that, but this week I, I saw like a video on Instagram. And there was a woman and she works with crystals, and she seems very knowledgeable. And she was telling that uh, in some cultures, people use braids like this one to protect their energy. And I was really impressed. I didn't know. And I realized, well, in many um, depictions of indigenous peoples, we see them using braids. And I thought maybe it's because of, you know, for protection. I'm not sure, but I think it's really interesting. I mean, we can try To braid her hair and also she was telling us about wearing a red um, band or red strip around your your left wrist and then you would keep bad intentions away from you like jealousy and all really interesting right yeah because i've only heard the braids about having balance because usually it's like two braids so it represents balance as well and I think it's really beautiful how everything has meaning. And you can create meaning in your life as well. Although we might not be raised in a culture that gives meaning to a lot of those things, we can ourselves bring meaning to our lives. And also, the color black. Ah, oh, yeah. The color black is also a protective uh, color. Maybe that's why I really like to wear black all the time. I just feel more myself. I feel maybe safer, you know. I just feel like being protected with the color black. makes sense, though, because, like, when you're more, you know, happy, happy, outgoing and stuff, at least I feel like wearing bright colors or white or something, like, lighter, but when I, like, I'm feeling more in my shell. I'm like, I'll let me wear something darker or black. And even the seasons, it makes sense. Like during winter time, people always wear black, you know. In summertime, times, like colorful and bright. But it's interesting though, because like black absorbs, right? But I think it mm, it absorbs other colors, right? But I don't know. You feel like you don't see any reflection of the colors, right? That's why it is black. Maybe this ability to just thinking whatever is trying to get into you, kind of like a protection. So it doesn't get to you. I don't know. How I don't know. Like a black hole. Try to get me. <laughs> Try me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And mm-hmm. before you were mentioning what before you were mentioning that it can be a challenging time for those who are more introverted. So do you have any tips of how to um, become more social like little by little? How not to overwhelm yourself with socialization and all? Well, I think first, you can try to talk with people who are close to you already. And you know very well. So, like, that energy is not going to be overwhelming to you because you know the person. Like, testing the waters. Yeah. So, like, you invite a friend you already know. And you go out with, like, one or two people. And, like, hang out for a while. Like, one afternoon. It doesn't have to be the entire day. And you come back. You know, like, because I feel, in my case, it's overwhelming to meet new people. All at once. Because, first, you don't know those people. And... Maybe I'm just really anxious and I want to know how to react around people and I feel uncomfortable. So it's like trying to test the waters and see who they are, but you don't really know. So you're you're kind of like a bit in a defensive mode because you don't really know how to interact with them. And also their energies are so different. So if you're a bit more sensitive, like it takes a while for you to get used to the energy of people around you. So imagine like when you were young and you went to a new classroom, for example. In the first days you were like in the corner, at least I was that kind of kid, you know, like in the corner, just looking around like, who are all those people? And trying to understand the grounds I was in, the ground I was in. And after maybe like one week, second week, you feel more comfortable. You have your seat, you know what you do and you know what to expect from those kids. You know, who's going to scream at you? Who's going to be quiet? Who's going to go to the toilet running and crying? You know, you know, who's going to have, what's going to happen? So I feel the same in our other lives as well, you know, like, I need some time to understand people and kind of know how to interact with them. So avoid those situations if you can, like, stick with the ones you know, and then slowly build into new And mm. yeah. yeah, I think we really enjoy what's expected. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. why I feel so anxious around people we don't know, because... We don't know where they're coming from, what they're going to do, how they're going to react. And for us, it's really like tricky, I think, to just like wait to see how they do their stuff, to see how they react, to see what kind of person they are. Can always be like a good, a good person, but sometimes a little different from us. So yeah, I also feel the same. Because also we are INFJs. So it's like extroverted feeling. So we pay a lot of attention to whatever people are doing around us, and we kind of shape the way we behave because of that. And this is also our prices rising, so it's kind of a tendency. But yeah, maybe we need to learn as well with that, <laughs> not to be so much like this and like be comfortable in our own skin. So whatever happens, you're true to yourself, and that's fine. You know, you don't need to like shape yourself to whatever situation you're in all the time. But that's so funny because, like, we've been interacting with each other so much lately. And, I mean, you're the person whom I talk the most. Really. And, like, the one I see the most because we are always, like, video calling each other. But I feel because our personalities and the way we react to things are so similar, we don't realize we are very... Um, that we change so much around other people, because we are already very similar, so we don't influence each other so much. Mm. Or we do influence each other so much that we become very very similar, you know. But I feel like it's really a shock, you know, interaction with other people because it's the vibe is so different, you know. It's almost like, yeah, that that's my. But do you have an advice approach. for people? um i don't know if i'm really good at giving advice on that because i'm not good myself on interacting with people so um i'll just say don't overwhelm yourself you know don't go to a huge event straight away try like my sister said you know be cool see some friends for a couple of hours and that's okay And then with with time you're going to be able to face the world. But sometimes the social anxiety is, is so huge that it's not really about seeing a friend. For me, I think it's really more like going out by myself to somewhere I don't know. It's really like gives me anxiety. On the other hand, if I'm going with a friend that I'm really close to, I don't feel anxious because it's kind of like, oh, somebody got my back, you know. I have someone to rely on, someone to talk to. I don't feel so um, self-aware and that's kind of bad. But yeah, for me, being alone and exploring things by myself again, that's the more tricky part. That's right. for Me too. That's why I think it would be a good challenge for myself to like try to do a trip alone, like travel alone. It would be hard. I mean, if you want comfortable, don't, if you want comfort, don't do that. But I think I would learn a lot from that because I'm really awkward when I'm alone. I don't really know what to do. And I'm always thinking like people are thinking I'm so awkward here alone. And, you know,
1: I feel the same, but I'm
0: afraid. I'm afraid of traveling to some places alone because my Japanese is so bad that if I got lost, it would be a huge trouble. I got no no internet signal you know i'll be in a real trouble so that's why i'm i'm a little bit aware where wary of that yeah but you're you're gonna have internet anywhere so i don't know sometimes i cannot find really good internet connection in the center of tokyo it's really bad mm. that's right every time you call me no yeah, not call. here not here but I- But in our place too. But that's like, yeah, never mind. We can never trust an internet connection to survive. (laughs) That's why we need to learn the basics of survival. If I were thrown in a jungle, I wouldn't survive. I think that's one of my biggest fears, honestly.
1: So why would would you get lost
0: in an island or a jungle? No, it's like, even when I go hiking sometimes, I always imagine. It's getting late, it's getting dark. If I were to be here, I'll die. Like, dead, dead. Because I don't know what to do. No survival skills. But don't worry. And, okay, so I hope you all learned something from this. And although we talked about our experiences that have been really kind of sad and overwhelming, and, you know... (laughs) hard moments during 2020 and 2021 we hope you are all having a better time and let us know how things are going if you're feeling anxious like us share in the comments like we said we're a big family so don't be afraid to talk about it and don't feel alone by yourself like we've been doing and maybe we can help each other and if you're an introvert or ambivert like us Really try those techniques, like the prote- protection ones, because they surely help. I'm curious to know, are you the one who is also feeling a little anxious to go outside? Or are you the one already planning all the parties and super excited and you cannot wait to, to see all your friends? Let us know. <laughs> and thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed If you liked, please leave us a like, comment down below and share with your friends. For listening on the podcast, please leave us a review. It really does help. Thank you so much for your time and for, you know, listening to us and hanging out with us. See you next week. Goodbye.